Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis and Ed. Uh, we are your crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information here on Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly once again. Yes, uh, the airports are starting to open. Well, the smaller ones. Uh, the airlines are starting to run a little bit more uh, with some social distancing uh, guidelines. And we're going to navigate through these a little bit today. And uh, see how things are, uh, you know, rolling out here through the aviation industry, especially when it comes to general aviation. So I, I would say this is probably the first time since this whole coronavirus nonsense started that I feel a little more optimistic. What say you, Ed? What do you think? Well, yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, I think that uh, you know the, the 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 country did has made a good dent into this thing as far as staying at home and stopping the spread and minimizing the cases now it's time to get back out in the real world and do what we're supposed to do and yeah. and, and you know it's not going to be exactly the same no nope, not at all changes right um, well just and, when you get uh, used to uh working at home uh you got to go back to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I got a lot done here uh, that I would have never gotten done at, at the office. So and, the, I, you I, know, we've talked about this off the air, and I know for for a fact that Captain Ed at Flight Training Professionals um, is way more productive at home than he is, is, is at work. So what does that say? What do you think I said? Does that say you the, that maybe you should stay home more often, Ed? I think Keith would agree with that if he was <laughs> on the air with us today. <laughs> or just close your office door and you'll have the same lack of distractions, right? Well, actually, the other good the other thing that has occurred since uh since the coronavirus, Keith and I are no longer sharing an office. So uh-huh. there's not a built-in distraction. I do have a door that I can close and get some work done. How about um, that? Okay. But right. the problem is nobody nobody abides by it. It's two knocks, they open the door. I didn't yeah, I don't even get to say come in. Yeah. So I still get interrupted. Okay. You know, you can put and a deadbolt do on the inside, right? Say it again, Dennis. I said you can put one of those sliding deadbolts on the inside. That'll keep them out. Well, that's one that idea. Too. Yeah, yeah. That would too. All right, but basically like you're putting all the blame of not being as uh, productive at work on, on Keith since he's not here today, right? Absolutely. Yes, if that's what happens. <laughs> well, yeah, we are not shy Absolutely. about putting a fellow crew member uh, down on the, on the uh, tarmac. <laughs> When they when they don't throw, attend, throw them under the airplane. Exactly. Throw them under the airplane. Yeah, there's no buses, only airplanes, right? Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, it, it'll be interesting. Now, obviously, everybody can benefit whether you're into general aviation or not. You can um, take advantage of some of the commercial airline offerings or or some of the changes that they're putting in place right now. Uh, it's like free upgrades almost. <laughs> From what I'm hearing, if you can, if you have a reason to fly and can come up with a you know big enough reason where you need to, uh, you can do pretty good right now as far as you know having a nice little space to yourself in, in the most part. But JetBlue's been the uh, first one, I'm sure, and they're not going to be the only one. To what, Dennis? What are they doing? 
they are going to require that not just their crew, but the passengers wear masks at all times on the flight. And it has to cover your nose and mouth. Okay. So does that count as, I mean, can you wear a bandana or do you got to wear one of these fancy masks? Do you know? They did specify. And I don't think there's been any, you know, real guidance coming from like the Center for Disease Control. They just want you to keep your goo on you. Uh and. So that might be one way to do it. A genius. How long have you waited to say that? Oh, oh the, since we started the since I started it about three or four weeks ago. Keeping the goo on you. Yeah. <laughs> Blow the goo away from you. That was one of the tips uh, initially I gave. If you had to fly a commercial, oh. you just turn up the air vent above you, and it flushes the goo away from you. See, this is what happens when you you uh, don't attend. You missed a few our weekly show there, Ed. See, I, I start this whole trend. Uh, I yeah, don't know if uh, JetBlue is going to use that particularly, uh, you know, that, that slogan. That, well, uh, given the how they do their briefings and things like that, if they follow the Southwest model with the uh, not quite politically correct briefings, yeah, right? they'll probably get slid in by one or two flight attendants. Right. We here at JetBlue want to keep the goo away from you. So here, take this free mask, put it on, and oh, don't take you, it off. You think it's free? I believe they are. I, I read that they were handing them out oh, to all okay. the passengers. That they I figured for out. sure if you didn't bring your own, here's a $20 mask. Well, they very well may charge for it. I don't know. Would but you I, like to upgrade to the first class one? That'll be 40 Right. But I, no, I, I heard that they were going to supply masks, but I don't know. I wouldn't okay. count on that. Six months from now, that's what it will be. But right now, I think they're probably just going to get them free to get people on the airplane. True. Well, see, I wonder if you if it just uh, you know if as long as you have a face covering, because you can get very creative, as you have seen out on all the social media channels. You know, manufacturers are getting out there, clothiers are getting in there, turning up with designer face masks and this whole thing. Or if you just want to go old school like me, and uh, feel like a bandit, you know, you just wear a, a scarf, standard scarf, put it around, and you feel like you're going to rob a bank, you know, every time. But uh, but you just so go with you that wear a, I want to back up. So you wear a scarf? Yeah, you know, like a bandana oh. type thing. Well, a bandana is not a scarf. Well, okay, that's why I meant a bandana. You know, I, you know, it's, I, a, I it's an do, upgrade from the ascot that he used to wear. Well, okay. <laughs> and uh, but but yeah, you could do the whole Brett Michaels thing have, from Poison and have, have, put it up over your head and you, then bring it down over your face when you need it. Yeah. Have you seen the 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 lady? And I think she's in in. Uh, Europe that was showing people how to use men's underwear as a face mask. I have seen that uh, technique. Uh, not really a fan, uh, <laughs> but yeah. I have seen that, you know, and in a pinch, they may say, Hey, uh, you can't board this airplane unless you have a face mask. Okay. Give me a sec. <laughs> Pop in Going the carry on. <laughs> We're good to go. And might be free balling, but I am totally legit right now. You are welcome. And there's a picture I really didn't need. I I am so sorry for taking us down this path. Well, that's what you get. All right. So, uh, you know, that we have the face mask thing. And I do believe this is going to be something we're going to see from everybody, all the airlines, I think, at least for a while. And, you know, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, that's not going to be that much of an inconvenience. I don't believe. Oh. I mean, uh, you know, or, you know, that's not not a big deal. Now, the other thing that I've seen, they're trying to come up with even more creative ways to keep up the social distancing inside of the airplanes, whether it's 
you know, an empty metal seat or empty rows or that kind of thing. And, you know, are they going to operate at 50% capacity max? Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But did you see that other news report of some of the conceptual designs of how the airlines are considering to address the social distancing, especially in a long-term situation? Had you Have you seen the graphic of the every other seat is reversed, Dennis? Have you seen this one? I haven't, but I find it really ironic that just a few months ago we were talking about how they could pack them tighter by, you know, putting the bicycle seats type arrangements and all sorts of things and multi-level seating to pack more bodies on the plane. Now, all of a sudden, how, how can we distance them apart yet still make it cost effective for us? Well, I saw one uh, rendering where they had, you know, one seat facing front. The next seat would be facing reverse and there, there would be a plexi glass shield between the the seats as well but you know do, you know is is it worse to be in the middle seat or to be facing the rear of the airplane <laughs> i don't know i i don't i mean i was kind of like yeah, that would be an interesting way to uh address this situation with the exception of if you're traveling with your better half and then you have to have a separation well for a lot of people that's how you stay together <laughs> You keep your own social distancing <laughs> in place on a, on another level. But uh, I don't know. I, I saw some problems with it, but I thought that could be interesting. I don't know how but they could do it. Solve like economic space problems too, though. You know, right. you've got that club seating like they do on the airliners. So everybody's feet are meeting in the middle. Yeah. So you know, I mean, you suddenly I, you got leg room. If I had my choice between facing the back and having a middle seat, I think I would rather face the back. Like you said, you'd have more space to yourself. And I don't think I I don't know. Would well, you have? I, I wouldn't have a problem. This, facing this is the what back. I think. I, this this is what I think they need to do. Okay, so you got three rows, or mm-hmm. you got three seats in a row. You, in one row, you take the middle seat out. Yeah. Then the row in front of that, you take the the uh, aisle seat and the um, um, the uh, window seat out. Okay, you stack so it, it goes right. two one two one two one stair like that. Everybody gets more leg room, and we stay further apart. Right, but the airlines have less seats, and they're not going to go for that. That you know they yeah. got to cram us in like sardines, and uh, you know. So I, I don't know. That was an interesting uh, concept. I, I don't know if it would take or not. I heard someone complain. I'm like, "There's no way I could fly facing the back of the plane. I would totally get sick." And I was like, "Why?" Well, I don't. In I don't many ways, so. it's safer. Um, you know, if you think about it, the momentum of the airplane's pushing you forward, so you, the strongest you can't part see of the seats your back. The obstacle that you're about to fly into. Well, no, exactly. that's a whole another issue. <laughs> All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I gave Willie the greatest gift of all. Chase, you sure about this? The gift of flight. What could go wrong? A lot could go wrong. I mean, you're strapped in. I'm aware I'm strapped in. Enjoy the ride. Man. You got it, baby. I don't know. This, something doesn't feel right. Put him in orbit. Let's fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Drink it, co-pilot, Jack Neal, and Captain Ed Keith. Rounding out the cruise, we navigate the latest aviation news and information. Finally, you know, a little bit more positive note as the uh, U.S. starts to open up and more things, uh, you know, well, I mean, the flight school. Ed and Keith's uh, flight school, flight training professionals, back in action Monday morning. Is that right, Ed? Is it, yes. you, is it fully, fully operational, 50%, or do we know, or what? We're still working on uh, contacting customers and finding out who's ready to come back, who's not ready to come back. Right. Um, so far, turnout turnout looks going like it's going to be pretty good. There are a lot of people that, that are ready to to move on, and they feel you know they feel we like when when we shut partially shut down um, in mid uh, or towards the end of of March. Um, we still we still had of of eighty five customers. We still had. Uh, um, um, basically 70% of them still kept training. So, yeah. uh, they're, they're, you know, they're motivated. They want to get, they want to get their license. They want to keep moving. Um, and so, uh, will it be a hundred percent? Probably not. Um, but like I say, I think we got a large group ready to come back and right. get some flying in. Well, I, you know, I think a lot of people have been suffering from cabin fever. Uh, I have, there's no question about yeah. it. Uh, Wait a minute. You, you work at home all the year round. What, how can you have cabin fever? He's got the family with him now at the same time. Right. Oh, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. See, no, but, uh, you know, it's just, um, I'm anxious to get out there. 
Uh, I'm not going to, that's not going to be the, uh, I don't know, the uh, enticement to get me back in the airplane, I don't think. Uh, it probably, I'll come up with some other excuse that'll delay that uh, return of for me. Of course you are. But, of course you, know, you are. We it's know one that. more obstacle out of the way. We'll leave it at that. Now, uh, when it comes to commercial flights, uh, we were talking about, you know, some of the changes that we're going to see, um, you know, less people in the airplanes, you know, it's going to vary carrier to carrier. And uh, sometimes that's to your advantage, less people on the airplane, maybe more picks of the seat that you prefer, which is good in the, in the uh, interim period. But the prices, uh, you're hearing reports too, Dennis, that they're going up as opposed to coming down, even though gas is at like all-time low. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, one of my uh, neighbors is, uh, has a house in uh, Arizona, and he was uh, looking at uh, flying out there, and it was normally a $150 round trip from Minneapolis to Phoenix. Now, 600 Yowch. So it, it was worth it for him to get in the car and drive the two days <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of paying for the airline ticket. Yeah, and, and I've been hearing that type of uh, report. But, you know, before we start beating up on the commercial airliners, I, the reality is, is just the numbers. If they have less people, they got to charge more per person to make the flight somewhat viable. So even though, you know, fuels cost them on costing a lot less and you think, well, Hey, that means tickets will be lower. Well, they can't take as many people. Uh, and no, so it's tickets are not going to be lower. No. And, and a lot of the competition is dried up. I mean, the number of flights going into airports have dropped dramatically. A lot of the uh, smaller carriers have quit flying uh, a lot of routes. So there's less competition on them. So right. you have less options to drive those prices down too. I think uh, in the um, in the short term, uh, we're, you're just going to have to really shop around and find out what you can get. Uh, as time goes on, though, and, and those restrictions of the number of passengers on the uh, planes loosen up, we should start seeing the prices come back down. I think if they try to stick it to us, then that's when we raise hell with them. Right? Are you with me? I'm with you. Uh, that's just more incentive I'll for me to fly I'll my own plane then. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's not I'll, with me. No, I want them to do whatever it takes to to keep hiring pilots. Okay. You want them to survive. And I do too. So I'll give them a pass for a few months. Don't get me wrong. They can do what they need Mm -hmm. to do. I mean, we're hearing about this kind of stuff all all across the board. I mean, you know, we're in, well, we're in Florida and a lot of my diving friends are finally getting to operate their dive charter businesses, say down in, you know, Fort Lauderdale area. And I was talking to them and, you know, the social distancing and the local rules in their particular city, they're setting up these uh, things like, you know, you can't have more than eight people on a dive boat. Well, the dive boat usually will have 30 or to 40. So for them wow. to only take eight uh, or less, obviously makes it very difficult for them to make money. So, you know, they're willing to do it, but they've decided, well, hey, we got to jack up the prices a little bit. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, to to make that feasible for them. So, you know, and and you want to support these businesses. They're they're struggling, especially as everybody tries to bounce back from this craziness. So it's going to be a yeah. little, uh, you know, case by case kind of thing. And I would imagine that'll be the, you know, we we can give the airlines a little pass for now, and all their past try uh, aggressions and all that. All the stuff that pissed us off in the past, we'll get, we'll give them a little bit of a, a breather to make a few mistakes, and um, and then you know we'll, we'll uh, get fired back up here in a 
in a few months, hopefully, when things really open. Hopefully, sooner as opposed to later. It won't happen soon enough for me, I'll tell you that much. Because i got to get yep. out of here. I want to go someplace. So, uh, you know, we also have the problem uh, that we talked about last week of flying from state to state, let alone flying out of the country. That's not even on the table yet. Mm-hmm. But flying state to state in your own private aircraft creates a plethora of problems. Um, you know, you, you know, we were talking about what Mark Baker, head of, uh, AP, AOPA last week, he was down in the keys, took yeah. off, came back and he landed and they said, Hey, wh- what are you doing here? Well, I live here. Well, are you sure? You know, he got the third degree. He's the big guy, the big kahuna at AOPA. And they were giving him a lot of grief and threatening, you know, him a little bit. Like if you don't have a good reason to fly, we want to make sure you're not uh, flying from say New York down to Florida because if you are, mm-hmm. you need to go into uh, quarantine for 14 days immediately. You know, he, yeah. he did a little tap dance, probably showed showed his little AOPA card, and they said, oh, well, maybe he's okay. And he was fine. But but uh, AOPA has released an entire list of all the states and the uh, rules that general aviators need to consider in their particular state. Did you see that one, Dennis? I did. I was looking specifically at Florida and it did back up what we had talked about last week with uh, if you were coming from either Louisiana or New York, there was mandatory quarantine, but it didn't seem to be any restrictions coming from other areas. Right. But it is very state by state. You know, North Dakota was saying anybody that's coming in um, from out of state had to go into a 14 day quarantine unless you were in a border city. So there's lots of little caveats of what would apply. And yeah, I think well, it'll, it's nice it'll that they better. put it in a spreadsheet for everybody and you go to AOPA.org and find this, uh, this sheet and, and find out what's happening state to state because it is, it varies wildly and you really need to know your stuff. If you're thinking about crossing state lines in your general aviation aircraft, because could be a bad situation if you get stuck in Podunk, Iowa, and it was just a stopover or something. Yep. Should have taken that left turn at Albuquerque. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Been up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio, Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Ed and Keith. All right, coming up, we're gonna check in with a guy named Greg who works uh, for Sun and Fun in Lakeland, who's doing a virtual version of the air show we'll find out all about that here in just a bit on the big show however we got to talk about harrison ford because he made the news not for one of his uh movies this week but once again for some of his flying exploits and uh he had a a runway incursion as we like to say in the biz and it sounded innocent enough i mean ed are you familiar with what happened i know dennis is did you see? No, I actually hadn't heard anything about this. Okay. Well, what I'm, I read was he uh, had heard the uh, traffic control said that uh, please hold at this particular runway before you cross it. But he heard that he was cleared to cross and crossed. And, of course, the ATC guy went nuts and ballistic 
Uh, nobody was in any real danger because the plane coming around was doing a stop and a go. And there's plenty of space and they, uh, avoided anything, but he apologized profusely. Uh, but evidently the ATC officer was pretty freaked out. Is that what you read too, uh, there, Dennis? Yeah. I mean, the controller had, uh, hadn't told him to hold short. And as you said, he, he didn't hear that. He heard what he wanted to hear and right. had quickly hustled across the far end of the runway and the other airplane had just touched down. Uh, so you know, there was like 3,600 feet between them and doing touch and goes, obviously that airplane was going to touch down and be long gone before he ever got near the Husky down at the far end. But yeah. officially it's a runway incursion and it's a safety of flight issue. The the part that gets my uh, goat though is had it been anybody other than Harrison Ford, would we even be talking about this Heck today? No. And, and no. I, but I wonder if the uh, ATC guy, if he uh, even knew it was Harrison Ford, if it was, if he knew it was Harrison Ford, do you think he would have been as upset as he's re- reportedly was? I'm thinking I, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they know he's at the field there because I've seen pictures of his fleet of airplanes out in front of a hangar there. So he flies out at Hawthorne quite like frequently. Harrison, you better get me tickets to that next Star Wars movie. I want premium seats. But he was doing good works at the time. So we'll give him a pass again. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Level her off. Good job. You hear that? Flawless. It makes sense. It's a second nature. I've logged a lot of remote control hours. Gus, what would you say is harder, RC or the real thing? The real thing. Tough call. I'm flying across the ocean. Back home to the one that I love. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Ed and Dennis, rounding out the crew today. We are also now joined by Greg Gibson. Did I say it right? Is that your right last name, Greg Gibson? You got it. Perfect. All right. Yep. Thank God. I finally. Yeah, I knew the first part. That was easy. But uh, Greg is like the marketing genius there at uh, Sun and Fun, which obviously had to be uh, canceled uh, this year because of the coronavirus. We talked to Lights a few weeks ago about that. However, last night they kicked off a virtual version that's kind of leading up to a big event here at the end of May. Uh, and and you're going to tell us about it. What, it. what First of all, what is it called? Sun and Fun Home Edition? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. The Sun and Fun Home Edition. And this is a series of events and activities that people that love Sun and Fun are as crushed as we are to not have been able to have it this year are going to be able to get their fix online with us in cyberspace. Nice. So having a, a series of activities all accessible through a web portable is what the Sun and Fun Home Edition is all about. Okay. Well, and that's great because uh, Sun and Fun is a massive social event. I mean, it's like the, you know, I don't think they like saying it, but it's like the spring break for aviators usually, you know, we get out there, we have have beautiful weather uh, at this time of year. 
and obviously we couldn't do that this year. But uh, this virtual version was an idea. Did you come up with this, or did you and Lights and the whole team at Sun and Fun in Lakeland, or what? Well, you know, we we start talking about how do we how do we you know have a how do we stay relevant? How do we keep people engaged with us while we're you know going through these things collectively together? And you know, obviously, cyberspace is the is the go to because there's really not anywhere else to go right now. Right. So. You know, I kind of envisioned the home edition as a as a thing that we could use as a oh an aviation revival, kind of like what Sun Fun is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a revival. It's an annual get together where people you know come in and they get you know they get evangelical about what they like about flying. So having those places online for people to be able to go and share those passions and experiences is what the home edition is designed to do right well you know when you say that though i gotta say when you say sun and fun home edition i think it's like a game like a it's going to be like family game night (laughs) and as much fun as that sounds i don't think that's the overall idea though am i right greg i mean well there's a lot of that going on oh yeah okay (laughs) we we kicked it off last night with the performer profiles with our good buddy mike gullion yeah and you know the idea is to not only you know get some of the experiences you might have been able to have at the real event but also a few that you might not have you know a live interface with a guy like that to be able to have that interactivity is something that's kind of hard to do when there's two hundred thousand of your closest friends trying to get the same time from him so um Having a series of, of, of live interviews, which is what the performer profiles are all about. You know, on May 30th, we're going to have a four hour live online benefit. Basically, it's an air show that's going to take place in cyberspace. We've got a lot of content that's very similar to what people may have seen with our pre-flight show and the coverage we get from live air show TV during the event. So we're lining up a pretty interesting, um, gamut of, of folks to join us for that and it's going to have a lot of variety and it's kind of for those of us who remember we're going to date ourselves here guys but you know the old jerry lewis telethon turned into a variety show right and it was really entertaining you know kind of that operators are standing by kind of thing so we definitely are, are aiming to, to see if folks would be kind enough to give us a donation while they're enjoying the content but they're going to see things they haven't seen they're going to get perspectives they've not been able to get before and we want to have you know their interactivity on this so it'll live all the way up to and probably beyond the 2021 event. So we're going to have a lot of things happening over the next year that people can get engaged in and a lot of reasons for them to come back and see what's happening next. Well, um, we've Sun talked a, a lot about this in the past. Sun and fun is fun as it is just for general aviation and, and uh, private pilots just going out there and hanging with their friends. You, you guys fund some great efforts to help grow the industry and bring kids up into the aviation uh, community. And, and that's really the heart and soul of what Sun and Fun does. So that element of uh, raising some money is important. But I, I got to go back to the thing at the end of the month. So the, the virtual air show or the uh, Sun and Fun Home Edition event, are, are these going to be like new performances that the air show performers are, are doing that, that you're filming? Or are they old performances you're going to play back online? Or what? how's, it, how's this working exactly? Well, you know, it's a lot of all of the above, Greg. Yeah. We're going to have some things that the, the guys are out there filming on their own in order to give us a new perspective. Some of it will be footage that has been captured that people haven't seen before. So the the the, the we, we're going to have several of the participants narrate what you may have seen in previous events, but you didn't see it the way you're seeing it now. Right. So that's another game that we're going to do. And then okay. as far as you talk about supporting the education side of things, um, things like our Able Flight project. We're building a Xena 750 cruiser right now for folks that don't have the use of some of their limbs to be able to learn how to fly. Hmm. It's being built nice. by our students 
Um, so you got a, you know, a, a segment on that to where you're going to see the swing out uh, panel that our kids build. You're going to see that you know, somebody that doesn't have the use of their legs, so they can swing that panel out of the airplane, mm-hmm. lift themselves up in there, swing it back in. And it also, of course, shows people the importance of experimental aircraft because you have to have the ability to, to experiment like that in order to design something that custom if you're going to wait on certification to get that done, you're never going to get it done. So home built is definitely one of the most important things we want to showcase with that as well. Well, love it. Yeah, you can learn a ton of stuff at Sun and Fun, and and I you think you know that'll translate very well. I think you know doing this online and stuff for sure that those type of things. But I got to say, let me give you a uh, you know um, a, a tip or a suggestion, and I'll, I'm going to apologize in advance. However. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously one of the biggest events, uh, the, you know, or biggest features and highlights of Sun and Fun every year is the nighttime air show. Yep. So, you know, you got to figure out a way to blow stuff up and <laughs> and film it because that will make it go viral. So just, well, yes. I don't care what it is. You can just take a tractor out there in the field in Lakeland, even though there's nothing there right now, just blow it up. I'm telling you, you'll get all kinds of views. That's fine. I got it. No, well, you know, one of the things we were talking about doing is actually loading up a bunch of crop dusters with uh, rubbing alcohol and spraying the field. So that way the COVID-19 virus couldn't survive. Somehow the airport denied us that. We, we, were, we were thinking that through. We thought, you know, that may not play well. Huh. But, so but isn't the alcohol biodegradable? It, it might be, yeah, yeah. I thought it was great, but yeah, I, I, I love it. Get that past the feds, but um, another thing we thought of was we could, you know, you could, you could drop something and then it would mm-hmm. blow up. Well, okay, you, like, yeah, you, yeah. That you know, I think like people maybe, call uh, those bombs, but uh, but yeah, napalm. Well, yeah, I guess so. You know, the, 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 <laughs> Just you can do that. <laughs> yeah, you could drop something and it could blow up. I mean, we we could try to look at that. You know, yeah. Just you know, kind of sort of stupid human tricks. I think is what that used to be right. Called. Yeah, you know, I I don't know Stupid if it's the pilot trick. I'm starting to wonder if uh, the fact that Greg and and I share the same first name that we think the same, and, and boy, boy, you are in you got to blow stuff up, man. You got to <laughs> blow stuff up. It's, it's right, not, it's not a party until you've blown something. Yeah, up. Yeah, well, I mean, what do we call it? The uh, wall of fire? No, what what is it, Ed? Uh, that I I love every year. What is this thing? Called? Yeah, the wall of fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the yeah. Uh, the culmination before the big fireworks they do. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Uh, Love it. Uh, you know, but the thing is, you, you know, you could just pull some kind of viral video and just say you did it. You know, I don't know. But uh, could. you could have some fun <laughs> with it. Just blow something <laughs> no up. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's a, a novel idea. And, uh, it, you know, you have to be creative in these times. And I think it's a, a very, uh, it's just a good thing that you guys are trying to come up with some cool things to kind of keep people active in aviation, being that we're losing one of our the biggest events of the year, one of them for sure. And, um, and coming up with a unique way to celebrate just the same. And lights told me there was going to be a, a t-shirt for this year's Sun and fun, the air show that never happened. Yeah, that you, is. And actually you can buy it cool. now. It's online. You right. Sun and fun home edition. It's right there. You can go shopping mm-hmm. and you can buy a shirt from the greatest air show that never happened. I love it. See, and, and it'll be fact, a collector's so item. We're going to let off the chain. Yeah. It is. So we're going to let this off the chain probably on the on the 30th. I'll give everybody a sneak preview that's listening. Um, if you buy one of those shirts and you're wearing it at the 21 event, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, we're going to have a prize patrol running around, and there will be some very exclusive opportunities for people that are wearing that, that shirt. So if you're wearing oh, the greatest cool. shirt show that never happened, you'll be able to go and get a prize. Well, okay. Well, good so thing I already got mine delivered. So that's right. I'm, you I'm can already wear it. 
And all this stuff that's going on right now, uh, leading up to the a big event at the end of the month, is right there available at the website. Fly SNF, F-O-I-S-N-F. dot org. You can also go to snfhome.org. Both will get you to the same place. All right. Just look around. There's a lot to see. We've got hundreds of hours, if not thousands of hours of video. Again, we're going to stretch this over the next you know seven or eight months to uh, really give people something to anchor to while we get ready for the next event. Well, there you go. You got something to keep you from going crazy when you're locked up at home thanks greg we appreciate it and i look forward to the home edition of sun and fun we got more coming up on just plain radio just plain radio the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium, instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Altitude. Increase altitude. Stall. 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 You can always go around. If it don't look right, coming down. Don't wait until your side is sliding on the ground. You can always go around. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Ed and Dennis rounding out the crew today. Well, that's pretty cool. You know, they're going to do a virtual sun and fun online this year. Uh, once again, flysnf.org. Go there, and you can find out all the information leading up to the event at the end of the month. But it sounds like uh, it's going to turn into something pretty cool. 
And then, like you said, it might end up being a, a big part of the show in the future, even though uh, they'll be having regular events outside on location in Lakeland, Florida as well. So we'll just have to see how it goes. But in the meantime, it sounds pretty sweet. You like it, right, Dennis? Yeah. I love the idea. In fact, I might take it to the next level and just go up to my hangar to watch the live air show. Then I can get the real airplanes in the background and be surrounded by airplanes and Hey, you know, I'll make it my own. Okay. But I'll be socially distant. All right. It's be like surround sound. Uh, bring your laptop in your airplane, fire it up, have it running in the background, that kind of thing. That sounds great. You okay. know, do Zoom Why sessions not? with the, with you and Ed and Keith, and we can pretend that we're at a booth, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could do that. And, yeah. and then when it gets to be around four o'clock, we'll, and, uh, we'll grab our Adirondack chairs and pretend we're at Coconut Flyers and uh, watch. Well, the Wild Bill's uh, root beer, you got. Oh yeah, you, oh, gotta yeah have Wild that. Bill's root beer, gotta have that. You, you yeah, got your cup. Is our feet oh. won't hurt at the end of the day. <laughs> True. Think about that. Yay. Well, maybe you know what you ought to do just to get the full effect is bring a hammer and just beat them. Just <laughs> smack your feet a few times and and just you know because you want the full effect, you want it to be as real as possible. Uh, yeah, I think my Apple Watch well, will know that I'm lying, though, because uh, you generally lap that uh, activity counter a few times during Sun and Fun. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, it'll be uh, something to give us, you know, keep, keep our minds occupied in the meantime uh, if you're not able to fly as much as you'd like over the next few weeks. So that, that's kind of cool that they're doing that. Now, uh, if you are able to fly, you got to be real careful, as we've talked about flying state to state, but also with uh, the towers. So these new hours that the FAA has put out for towers across the country. Um, it's not just across the country. It's in our backyard. Well, okay. And the Orlando executive is one of them. And the, this was a notum. This would be in a notum, wouldn't it? Where you would have to know well, this in advance. I found, or out, I found out about it through uh, a, um, an email from the tower chief to all the operators. So that's not necessarily a notum then, is it? Yeah, but it's, it's going to be notumed. This is going to be mm-hmm. notumed, but it will be okay. Yeah, because yeah, they're they're cutting down on hours because there's less traffic. They figure, well, hey, we we want less people in the tower for probably social distancing issues, but also because right now there's not as many planes in the sky, so maybe they don't need as many. I guess I don't know a combination well, it, of both. Yeah. yeah, it's a total of ninety three towers that they're looking at uh, reductions. You know, some of them were twenty four by seven towers, like it's Orlando Sanford, which is now going to be only open from like seven a.m. till eleven p.m. So they're cutting an overnight shift there. Orlando Executive, I think you guys are what uh, seven a.m. to six p.m. or something six, like that. Eight a.m. to six p.m. Hmm. So that's you know a pretty significant reduction in your hours yeah. at the towers available, which potentially could affect some of your students if they need to get well, you yeah. know, towered airport requirements. And so the, the the tower manager talked to me about this back at uh, the very end of March because he was asking, "What are you guys doing? What's your operations going to be like?" And I told him that you know at that point we're still running, but we're we, if we do shut down, that you know. It probably happened within the next week, and it did. And he's, yeah, I'm thinking that we're going to have to be. Re- I've been asked to look at a plan to reduce hours, and he was saying, you know, what would eight to eight be? I said, well, that's fine. I mean, we don't absolutely need you there. Um, and uh, but then uh, I was talking to him just uh, at the end of uh, end of uh, this week, you know, telling him they're coming in and operating and saying, hey, you know, did you think about those hours? Because they just went into into play last Monday. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it's 6 p.m. It's not even dark yet. Right. And there are commercial 
commercial training requirements that required 10 takeoffs and landings at a towered airport at night. Mm. And so we have to go somewhere else to get those requirements. And he's like, oh, I didn't even know about that. So with the volume down, can you just go to Orlando Executive then? Or, I mean, Orlando I mean, International? I thought <laughs> could, I was but... say, well, we'll, just, we'll just come over to MCO and do them over there. They'll have no problem with that. Yeah, that's a short hop for you. We see all the airplanes going through there. There's not as much. We'll, we'll send them all right? over on the same night and see how long it takes for them to open up the tower at Executive. Right. And uh, so his reaction was like, uh, wait a minute, let me get back to you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was like, uh, yeah, well, it's supposed to be aircraft uh, or uh, operations based. So the, when, when more operations start, they'll have us extend the hours, I think. Mm. I said, well, it took you a month to, to, to reduce the hours. You were talking about this a month ago. He says, yeah, I kind of was thinking it wasn't going to happen. But the minute I, I, I started making plans for it to not happen, that's when the order came down to make it happen. Interesting. Said, that's typical, typical government. I said, you chose for it. And he said, yes, I did. Well, yeah, and, and now, you know, things are starting to open back up, and now that's when they, they shut it down, so to speak, or make those hours mm-hmm. limited. So it'll be interesting to see if they yeah. have a change of heart and how quickly that will uh, that will happen. But uh, but the reasoning that you got from your buddy, Ed, was it, was it because of social distancing or just because, hey, we got this directive? Did they give you a reason? Uh, it's to reduce the number of uh, people in the tower for mm-hmm. social distancing. And the activity level is down. They don't want to have the staff there if the activity's not there. Right. But yeah, a good example so. of that is Grand Forks, North Dakota, with UND's flying program being shut down. The Grand Forks Tower saw a 90% reduction in their operations. So do you really need to have all of those people and have the towers manned that much with that big of a drop? You know, at my home field, we saw a 10 to 15% drop. So we, we're yeah. basically unaffected. So it really did vary. And so I'm glad to see that the government's, you know, trying to be smart about this, save a few bucks on, on wages, perhaps, but more importantly, by keeping the number of people in the tower, you're reducing the opportunity to have them expose their coworkers. Yeah. We don't want them to expose their coworkers. No, we don't want that. It could cause other <laughs> HR yeah. problems. That's why we just do just plain radio and don't do any video. And on that disturbing note, we'll wrap it up. Remember till next time, there's no better high than learning to fly. Learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. Hi, News. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 